When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. We're back. It's the Donna and Steve show. Hey, you're listening to my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is kind of an interesting concept. Boy, Netflix is just so much content, right? I know. Lately? Can't keep up with it. Every time I turn it on, there's a new show that's being featured at the top, yeah. or a movie or a documentary. It's crazy. I'm only one man, don't I? I know, with two eyes uh. and ears. Well, they are putting out a documentary about the last ever Blockbuster video store. Oh, no, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested. me too. It's called The Last Blockbuster, and it features interviews with fans and employees and business people. And then it takes a nostalgic look back at the store. And it fo- it's only focusing on that one Blockbuster. in The one in Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. That's right. And they say a lot of people know that Blockbuster had the chance to buy Netflix... Early on, and they passed at the opportunity. Mm. So it's a kind of an ironic twist of fate that the last blockbuster is coming to Netflix. I remember I was pro-blockbuster when Netflix first came out Mm -hmm. because blockbuster offered a rival plan, which was called blockbuster total access. And with that, you could they one-up Netflix in that they could send you things or you could go right to the store. And rent yes. slash return them so that you could cut down on the waiting period. Because Netflix used to only let you order one, two, or three DVDs, depending on your plan, at a time. And then you had to send them back, which took a couple days, and then get them. So when we watched Lost on DVD uh-huh. from Netflix, it would be like a four- or five-day turnaround between when you finished watching your last disc. Right. And then sending it back and waiting for it to get there and then to come back and get yes. you again. So they started all that. Okay. Uh, I have a little bit of the trailer. Rob's got it. Oh, um, here's, we, we'll play like a minute or so. Peaking at 9,000 locations in the year 2004, this chain of stores was down to one located in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. So look, most people think Blockbuster went out of business because of Netflix, but that's not the truth. Um, what really happened was. In a world where video stores have all but disappeared. I mean, look at the James Bond section. Every James Bond movie. Every Avatar movie, because, you know, there's just the one so far. I hate late fees. But I understand that you had to do it, otherwise people just keep those videos. I know I did. I know I did. <laughs> Meet Sandy. The Blockbuster Mom. So um, when I started in 2004, um, Blockbuster Video had 
nine, roughly 9,000 stores and over 60,000 employees. Um, and now... Did you ever think you would be the last Blockbuster? No. Do I miss renting from a physical store? No, absolutely not. I don't think anybody does. We just need Pacific Video to send us a notice that they are exercising their fourth and final renewal option. So yeah, that kind of scared me a little bit. Hmm. Is there something bigger than DVDs at stake here? Oh, absolutely. It's a family business. Did you know that Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix, but they didn't? Now that, to me, is crazy. It is truly the last standing bastion of a bygone era. Once the largest video rental chain in the U.S. But guess what? There is still one left. The soon-to-be last door standing is in Bend, Oregon. Hey, that's cool. You know, that the last Blockbuster in existence is right here in my hometown. If there's some cats in Oregon still scratching it out, you know, with Be Kind Rewind, nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. There you go. There's a little bit. Oh, I'll be interested. I think it that. sounds really interesting. Especially for those of us, and most all of us, have grown up with video stores. Mm-hmm. And when they said nobody misses that, I don't think anybody... I kind of do. There's an element to it. I love convenience. Well, and there's always that challenge of, are you going to get the movie back in time? Are you going to have to pay yeah. the extra fee? You try to dump it in the box. Okay, so, after so I didn't hours, like that part as oh, much. Yeah. That, that was where it got less fun for me. But going there perusing the aisles when you didn't have every title ever made at the push of a button it was exciting to say oh you remember this movie oh maybe we should check we haven't seen this in a while let's get that and then you could pick up your candy right there as well i really liked it i liked the carpeted aisles i did too of dvds oh and trying to get the last movie before somebody else who seems to be eyeballing the same movie yes we grew up i grew up in this small town of springdale pennsylvania we didn't have a blockbuster there but we had a and d video run by a family and it was great and they had a record section in the back cds upstairs it's how my um my older sister made money when it, it, during the summer because she's a teacher so she would work at like hollywood video or somewhere yes, like that yeah or a local mom and pop video store and that's you know she would make some cash well the summer yeah to further put more nails into the coffin that is renting videos yesterday disney ceo bob chapik announced that the streaming service disney plus has now notched over 100 million subscribers just 16 months after its launch. Let me explain what that number means. Uh, Disney Plus had initially targeted 60 to 90 million subscribers by the year 2024. Mm. It smashed that goal in November. Now it's projecting between 230 and 260 million subscribers by 2024, which would surpass Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, their co-CEO, Reed Hastings, has named Disney his top competitor. He told Bloomberg in September, if you'd asked us a year ago, what are the odds that Disney Plus is going to get to 60 million subscribers in the first year? I'd be like, zero. I mean, how can that happen? Hmm. It's been super impressive execution. And now... With all of the, they've had a couple appointment viewing shows, which have nabbed them a ton of viewers, Mandalorian and WandaVision. They have a bunch more that's going to be coming out. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming. 
of less note, but still worth it. Uh, Mighty Ducks, the series. What was the Falcon out. one, did you say? It's called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, got it. Okay. And uh, that comes out on March 18th, something, I think next week. Uh, but they are just, I mean, obliterating yeah. the goals yeah. that they had for themselves, the expectations that the industry had for them. They are going absolutely crazy. And it's when, you, but, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, Pixar, and then throw in Nat Geo and a bunch of Fox properties as well. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy, and they're they're going to be um, they're going to be releasing some more mature content as well down the line. And so it's not just for anyone who thought it would just be Pixar and Disney movies. We got that way wrong. It's really, really that's awesome. So fast. It's great. Meanwhile, uh, Disney has not forgotten about their parks either. Bob Chappick, their new CEO since Bob Iger stepped back into a different role, uh, said that Disneyland is going to open in late April. They got clearance as early as April 1st, but they're going to, in late April, they will open. for To everyone? To every, there will be a capacity. I mean, right now in Florida, at the Disney parks in Florida, the capacity is 35% of what would normally be deemed full. Okay. Um, and people are seem to be really loving it because all of Disney World's parks are completely booked next week. Because when you go to Disney World now, you have to get an app and then you have to reserve the park that you're going to on the day. You didn't have to do that before. And now you're going to have to do that for at least the next three years. And uh, so they're they're filling up. But it's also spring break time. So, that is true. Good point. Uh, that's yep. worth noting the next few weeks. All right. Well, that was real fun. I know. I know, right? Oh, boy. So we've got a study when we come back. We actually have another list. Yeah, and this one we're, we're going to you as well. We put this out as our Facebook question today. There is a study about it. What food could you not live without? Mm-hmm. If you had to narrow it down to one thing. And meaning what food would you not want to live without? Right? What food <laughs> could you not live without? What did I say? That's what you said. That's you what just you wanted said. to add another word? I, no, I just wanted to say that it's not from a uh, not from a doctor's standpoint, but from your personal preference of not wanting to live without it. I think when I read the question, what food could you not live without? I feel like it automatically read like, oh, please don't take away my ding-dongs. But you mean like a doctor is saying you can't live without water. Right. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. Okay? I think that really sexied up the tease yeah, that when we it. come back on Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, Donna. Hey, what, Steve? I would like to talk with you about my underwear now. <sighs> all right, fine. You have to sit No eye contact. Listen. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, of course. Right, no, okay, right, okay right. I'm looking in the other direction. Here's the deal. The Chill Boys underwear that I'm wearing now, the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo, panda approved, are so stinking comfortable. And I know that you have some too. And go ahead, preach about it. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. like physically, temperature-wise, they're cool. Isn't it wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me. Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti-chafing, which is a great thing. Women Uh love them too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him. That's the truth. For women, they can just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts. And dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once. They will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Yeah! Okay, time for a study, because you are my buddy. 
Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm not going to look at the study. Do you have the study, Steve? I can pull up the study. No, you pull up the study because I don't want to know what's on it, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hi, everyone. Steve Steve. Patterson from Twin Cities Live on Channel 5, weekdays 3 to 4.30, as well as the Donna and Steve Show, 9 to noon, here on My Talk. Listen anytime, anywhere. Okay. Download the app. Got it. She's Donna. I'm Donna. So there was a new survey, and they asked people what foods they absolutely could not live without from a pleasure and an enjoyment standpoint, not a survival standpoint, (laughs) in case we needed to clarify that. (laughs) The top 10, coming in at number one. Cheese. You're close. Mm, It's got to be cheese. Uh, Bread. Bread. No, no, no. Stay on the cheese. Get a little more specific. Swiss cheese. What is it? What, what's cheese a good doodles? Com- what's a good companion for cheese? Cheese goes well with wine. Less alcoholic, more bread, meh. pasta, mac and cheese. Nice. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had mac and cheese. Like literally at least a decade. Oh my sweet Jesus! At least, Donna. What? This is irritating me. You gotta you watch what you to, eat. If you, can. you need to go out and get your like. How about some lobster mac and cheese? You want lobster in there? I probably wouldn't do that. I would probably go for like the salmon with okay, the rice. Okay, and, and, no, no, no. But you do you. That's awesome. I love mac and cheese. It's delicious. You, your body, Donna can have mac and cheese more than once a decade. If you love it, why have you gone a decade without having it? Can't stop. That's not true. You can. You can't stop. No, you can. I'm unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) I have issues. What happened to Donna? She started eating mac and cheese again. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, when was the last time you had macaroni and cheese? I don't remember. It's been a long time. Rob, are you weird with My brother from another mother. Although, did you guys, did they have, or where you grew up, did they have Howard Johnson's yeah. takeout food? Yeah. Their, their frozen macaroni and cheese was really good. I didn't even yeah. know about that. It had like a crunchy sort of yeah, top we, to you, it. You pull the uh, the top off like yeah. a TV dinner kind yeah, of thing, exactly. and, it's, and it gets all brown and crunchy. Yeah. Yes, that queen. was some good mac and cheese. Yeah. See, we know what it is. I just can't believe it. It's kind of been there, done that, Steve. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I I don't need to do that again. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, I know well, what listen, it tastes like. To, respectfully, guys, you've been there, done that with this weird Howard Johnson takeout frozen <laughs> crap, all right? I don't know if you've actually been there, done that with, you know, they have gourmet Homemade. mac and cheese yeah, now. Yeah, sure. Patty LaBelle has four cheese mac and cheese, which is delightful. Again, it's lobster mac and cheese. You hit a little bit of panko breadcrumbs right, on top. What's number two? 
It's my favorite. It's number two. Always finding out what number two is. Butter. Oh, I could live without butter. Yeah. What are these people just sucking on sticks? I know. And what, why so specific with the mac and cheese? How about well, just cheese? Well, no. That, I couldn't that's... live without cheese. I love cheese. But, you know, for people who love, the same way that you love cheese, some people really love mac and cheese because it's pasta and cheese together, which is wonderful. Okay, that's true. I'm going to, once this pandemic Uh, is done, you are getting spoon-fed from me, you boy, and it's going to be mac and cheese in your pie hole, as long as you're cool with it. (laughs) You know, yeah, Pepe Le Pew, and then who's (laughs) next? Nobody's safe. (laughs) Patterson Le Pew. I can see the headlines there. Uh, pizza came in at number three. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Honest to goodness, for anyone out there who, who can hear my off. voice, I could not be giving this list to a worse person and possibly people with Brother Rob coming in with his inmate diet as well. <laughs> I mean, I need someone over there who's salivating, and you're all like, oh, yeah, seven years ago I had a piece of pizza. It was good. It was good. <laughs> not as good as when I was a kid. Used to get it out of a dumpster outside of a bar. It was good. All right, uh, milk came in at number four. Ew. Why is that even on there? Now, some people do like milk. Donna. <laughs> Sorry, I blew up. And then, okay, how do you feel about bread? Bread was number five. Yeah, bread is good, but I could live without it. I can't oh. live without chicken. <laughs> You're, you suck. Or turkey. Turkey is my go-to. Turkey, then chicken. Yeah, so turkey burgers did not come up anywhere on your list. By the way, so that's, you know. what, that's what's for lunch today, by the way. I'm very excited. Turkey burger? Yeah. <sighs> okay, so so far, the list goes mac and cheese, butter, pizza, milk, bread. Uh, this is the list of 10 things that people just could not live without. Potatoes. Amazingly, they didn't make the list. Not even french fries? Not even french fries. Wow, quick. <laughs> Bacon came in at number six. Mm, I could live without that. Go ahead, Donna. Last time you had a. I had bacon. I actually had some bacon. When? Recently. What is Last that mean? week. Really? I it came on the sandwich, and I thought I'm going to take one piece off and keep one. Because <laughs> that's the that's the line, you know. <sighs> you have two pieces, and all hell breaks loose. And then we're rolling you down the hall. Listen, you got to pick and pick and choose your poison. Jeez, I don't think you have any poison. I have poison. I like wine. Okay, but in terms of things that you chew, your menu sucks so hard. Well, the thing is, like I said, you have to balance. So, I if you offered me at dinner, you could have one or the other. You can have a nice (laughs) glass of of wine, or a piece of cake. Let's I'm, put wine off the table. Listen, I like alcohol as well, Donna. Okay. But let's just talk about like mac and cheese. Yeah, mm. it's good. Butter on things makes things great. You've probably weird... never had a weight problem. That's what it comes down to. I think once you are overweight, you always think like an overweight person. And once you get it under control, you don't ever want to go back there. You always reference this. Yeah. But I think a lot of people have been in, you know, states of being with their body where they didn't like it and then they get ahead but then they still love the food but instead of saying okay i gotta do moderation for most people that means i'm gonna have mac and cheese once a week more than once a week you do it once a decade i had pizza recently take that
When? Was it a cauliflower crust? Yes, yes or no? it was. Okay, bye, <laughs> bye. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette and I don't even smoke, Come but I'm stressed. On. All right, Millennial X Games are coming up. We need to get two people on the line at 651-641-1071. We need a millennial and then we need a Gen Xer, okay? Or later. You know, these days it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like, and you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to ymcanorth.org. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, I am Grant. Oh, no. wait. Who's this guy? What? It's I am Rock. I am Rock, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the Rocco is nice. cooking. Um, yeah, so we are going to do this. Oh, I'm man. All right, phones, we're going to do it. I'm seeing the phones blow up. I think that must be some millennials calling in. We'll get that means, okay. yeah, we, we've got some calls coming in here. Uh, and this is the game. It was on hiatus for, for many a month. Brought it back a few weeks ago. Donna is off to a really hot start in this game. And the change is that Donna and I will both answer three questions, but Rocco picks them instead of Donna and I intentionally going at each other's weak spots. So it's a little bit more fair of a game but here's what we've learned about Rocco so far a very uh challenging question asker which is good so this is not low <laughs> yes, hanging fruit this is a yes. challenge and i need to i need to send uh grant uh like pronunciation pronunciations because i was listening last week <laughs> and I thought ColecoVision was just a video game system that a lot of people would have known about, but not what he said, which was ColecoVision. <laughs> Atari and television and ColecoVision. Uh, that's what I do when I go, mm, bye. Yeah, I think that was a tricky so anyways, word. That's funny. All right, well. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, and I think you'll see, well, we'll see. We'll see We'll see what you guys think of uh, these questions. Today. All right. Uh, so who goes first? What um, happened? Who won last time, Steve? That was you, Don. I believe you're up three to one already. Okay. First of all, we do have lifelines. Jennifer is your lifeline, Steve. Okay, great. All right, Jenny. Like looks like we have a Jeremy. And Jeremy is my lifeline. Oh. Okay. So I have Jeremy. I really want, stand by, you guys. I would like Steve to receive the first question. Okay. Okay, you ready to spin that wheel? Yeah, let me get up. Here we go. <laughs> music. Okay. okay. Oh, I love music. Today's subcategory for music is going to be two hit wonders. Love it. Okay. Two hit Great. wonders. So um, I'm asking you the Gen X question, Steve. Yes, sir. Um, the second hit was Funky Cold Medina. Oh it went to number three in 1989. But in 1988, what song by the same artist went to number two? Oh, Funky Cold Medina. 30 seconds on the clock. All right. Um, Jenny, look alive. I might come to you here. Funky Cold Medina was a hit. What was their other single that went to number two? Yes. Um, well, I'm, <laughs> I got to go to Jenny. Jenny, I need my lifeline here. Mm. 
I am really struggling right out of the gates. I do not like to burn it on the first question, but Jenny, do you have any idea of Jenny the answer of this? this? Okay. Jenny, you there? Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Hey, cool. Jay Bone. It's Tone Loke is the artist. They're, um. Oh, Tone Loke um, is the artist, and his uh. Was it like Wild Thing? Wild Thing. Yes. Yes. Jenny, you did it. Jennifer. Oh, yeah, stop calling her Jenny. Jeez. Does nobody call you Jenny? She's, again, she's not on your softball team. You don't get to just give her a kindergarten teacher. That was it. Can I say something, Jennifer? No, don't tell her to suck yeah. it. I just think you should just loosen up a little bit, okay, Jenny? I mean, geez, all right, okay, all right, fine, Jennifer, you did great. It's Jennifer because you helped me. You got me the point that I would not have gotten. Good Holy job, crap. good job. That's great. Okay, I put her back on hold. All right, He's my turn. Me. Yeah, you ready to spin the wheel? I'll spin the wheel. Okay. In three, two, one. Television. Television. Now, today's television subcategory is children's programming. Thank you. Children's programming. Shut up, Steve. So, here's your millennial question, (laughs) Gen X or Donna. Okay. Uh, What series focused on the experiences of a courageous, adventurous one-year-old baby named Tommy Pickles and his group of playmates? (laughs) Tommy Pickles Pickles and his group of playmates? (laughs) Yes. It was... This was a show in, like, the 90s through the 2000s. Oh, no. Tommy Pickles... I'm walking here. I'm Tommy Pickles. And I run this town, you understand me? And his group of what? Uh, playmates. And then he, his catchphrase, Tommy Pickles, was always, oh. here's the deal. I'm going to just take a guess. <laughs> I'm going to save Jeremy for now. I, I'm going to say it's Rugrats. Donna. Wow. And I don't know if that's right. That was right. It was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Woo, Donna. Woo, woo. Was this a show that Steve watched in his morning? You know, kind of peripherally. Yeah. I I wasn't deep into it, but I knew enough about it where Tommy Pickles would throw me over. He was not an Italian gangster, by the way. Oh, okay. (laughs) Here's the deal. Here's the deal. All right, right, so back to Steve, right? Yeah, I'm I'm standing up. I'm going to spin it. Okay. Yeah. Movies. All right. Today's subcategory in movies is sports movies. I like sports. So here is your Gen X question, Steve. In the movie The Bad News Bears, what position (laughs) did Engelberg play? Oh, (laughs) jeez. So here's the problem. I got to figure out if Bad News Bears is a football movie or a baseball movie. Oh, wow. I gotta figure out if it was a football movie or a baseball movie. I think it's base. No, I think it's football. I think it's football. It was even remade in the 2000s. Shut up, Rocco. Yeah, you're right. Okay, it's football. And I'm gonna say Hergley played tight end or center. Tight end or center. I'm gonna go tight end, final answer. I'm gonna go shortstop. Wow, no. Engelberg. <laughs> uh, here's a scene from Engelberg. He was sort of a, a, a child. Dang it! Here's a clip from Engelberg and uh, his coach, Walter Matthau. Hey, Engelberg. What? what? There's chocolate all over this ball. Fuck, <laughs> Mr. Buttermaker. Quit bugging me about my food. People are always bugging me about it. My shrink says that's why I'm so fat. So you're not doing me any good, so let's quit it. Oh, okay, okay. 
Oh Engelberg. Wow. So wrong. I'm my shr- seen that one. See, my that's shrink- I know. That's a shame. That's I a- wouldn't have gotten that myself. We watched it that's a very few specific. months ago, and it's super funny, but they say a lot of 70s inappropriate things that we wouldn't say today. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. My shrink says that's why I'm fat. <laughs> that's probably that's one terrible. of the things we wouldn't say today. <laughs> wow. um, oh, God. Okay. Okay, so after three... Tied. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one still one to one. 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 Donna's, Donna's yeah, turn. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. let Donna. us. Not music. No! Yes! Please okay. hang on one second. Dear Lord, please be hip hop. Amen. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going back to two hit wonders. This okay. time we're going to go millennial. Oh, no. Uh, Dido hit the top 20 in oh, 2003 with oh, White Flag. It. But what song took her to number three in 2000? Oh, uh, I am going to have to call on my lifeline, Jeremy. Not going to waste any time. Jeremy! Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> we got 30 seconds, right? You Talk it out, Jeremy. That. Talk it out with Donna. Oh, okay. Jeremy's not Googling. Uh, I, I can't. Better not be Googling. I'm thinking of something way more current than that. 2000. Oh, D-Bone. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, boy. These guys. I feel, I feel I bad. Like I really do. I'm like a bird. Final. All right. She went with that oh, different artist. Yeah. <laughs> it was sampled by Eminem. It was Thank You. Thank You. Oh, oh, I want it. Thank oh, You. Oh, Damn it. Sorry, That's okay, Jeremy. You hang tight. We can still. That one. I'm All right, last up. Okay. We Here we go. Tied going, going into the final round. Here Let me go. slap my naked belly. <laughs> Television. Television. Oh, yes, we've had one since I was a kid. Yes. And again, I'm kind of using the same subcategory. Today's subcategory is I love the subcategory. Wonderful. Uh, so here's your Gen X question. What children's show featured recurring characters Fargo North Decoder, Easy Reader, the Corsican Twins, and Spider-Man? Oh, my Lord in heaven. What sort of Rocko. drug-induced shows were you guys doing? Donna, I know you watch this show. All right, I'm going to guess when he's done. Spider-Man, Rodrigo. Um, <laughs> Fargo North Decoder, Easy Fargo Reader. North. I believe Easy Reader was played by Morgan Freeman. That does anything for you. Okay, it does. Uh-oh, I, I hate you. The, oh, gosh, the electric boogaloo, the electric, the electric company. The electric company, final answer. You suck, Rocco. I'll give you, you just handed it to him. Hey, Donna. Fine. I won't be a You know, loser. when he said to you, he was like, talking about the uh, Rugrats. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, oh, ew, ew. I just heard a bunch of like whiny sounds. And then he said it was on in the early 90s. And didn't I thought, oh, now he's just spoon feeding That her. didn't help me. And then, and you know, yeah! I probably shouldn't be giving clues, but again, I do trivia twice a week with Lori and Julia. Yeah. So I'm well, used yeah. to just you have to give hints. <laughs> walking them down. <laughs> All right, the final. To their answer. Oh, Donna. Right, here so, we go. Uh, you got to get this to tie it up, girlfriend. So this is to Donna. Spin that wheel. All right. Not music, not movies. <sighs> movies. Okay, okay. And again, okay. the subcategory being sports movies. Here's your millennial question. Oh, Shoot, at the park. Oh, In the 1999 movie Any Givings, Any Given Sunday. Nope. What <laughs> position did Dennis Quaid's character play? 
Dennis Quaid was a pitcher. A pitcher. P-I-T-C-H-E-R. Pitcher. Final answer. Never saw the movie. Taking a guess. Final. Okay, if I were to give you clues, wouldn't any given Sunday be a clue? That like it's football? Clue? Yes. Mm, quarterback. Say, yes, well, you said, what did you say, pitcher? I said pitcher. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I so don't know if any is, given Sunday had to do with this. And here's a, Congratulations. Here's a rousing speech from Al, yes. Coach Al Pacino. Yes. Flamethrower. we need are everywhere around us. Hell yeah. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. He's so good. I had a boss that sounds like him. Be Arthur. Nope. (laughs) When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the nickel difference between winning and losing. Come on. Yeah. All right, so, congratulations but, to Wait, Steve Donna, Jennifer. hang on. Let us just enjoy that moment, all right? It's fine. We're just up against the clock. Okay. Steve Claude for that inch, and he won. That's, yeah, that's right. Rocco, way to go. Yeah, yeah Wonderful to have you back playing the game. We appreciate hints. all your help. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see congratulations to Jennifer and Jeremy. Sorry. Better luck next time for both of us. Hey, Jennifer, uh, way to go. Thanks for coming congratulations. in. Right. I'll keep them on hold for you. Okay, thank you for calling okay. her Jennifer and not Jennifer. Yeah, you got <laughs> it. Uh, when we come back, uh, Donna came across her favorite headline today, and she's going to share it with us. That's next on My Talk. Final stretch, you guys. Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Congratulations once again on your win, Steve Patterson. Millennial what are you X Games. About? Oh. You know. When I just came from behind and dominated you? Just for, right before the break, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks to that hint that Rocco so generously handed to you on a silver platter. <laughs> Who's there? Oh, let me check. I know. I know. Suck it. Okay. Um, I think it's always fun to pick a favorite headline that you saw from the day to end the show. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Should I start doing that? Yeah, I think that might be a fun way to end the show. Okay. Here's mine, everybody. A guy who had sex with an Olaf doll at Target will get a psych evaluation. (laughs) Goodbye. I'm not... Gonna do this as a segment. Go ahead, say it one more time. I spoke over you. A guy who had sex with an Olaf doll at Target will get a psych evaluation. What's Olaf gonna get? (laughs) Therapy. (laughs) Oh, man. You can't make this stuff up. He was in Florida. Florida. His name was Cody. He went into Target. St. Petersburg. He took a large stuffed doll of Olaf the Snowman from Frozen off the shelf and then had his way with it. Oh, my word. They're not even made that way. Then he went over to a stuffed unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give it points for creativity. No, Uh, you don't. The target did destroy both animals that he violated. Sounds like he did. Cody was in court on Tuesday. Are these criminal charges? I would say probably, right? He, How do you do that? Then he's going to go to trial. Hmm. I don't know. Who will his witnesses be? Jafar. Scar from the Lion King. 
<laughs> I mean, who is gonna who is gonna defend? I mean, what this is guy? that? I just, I uh, don't next know. to the witness stand, the evil queen. <laughs> I know this guy. Oh man, I, that's very. I don't disturbing. think that they're so they're not set up to have that done to them. Correct. Right, or to participate, if you will. So, how did you enjoy? The only time we're going to do this headline segment. <laughs> no, they won't always be like that. It just caught my eye today. I'm like, what? Why? Why do we have to know about this? And then I thought, if it's in my head, I've got to do something with it. There are other ways. I had to get it out. Well, this makes my... All right, I have a fun story. I don't. Don't worry about it. My headline is going to be St. Patrick's Day party foods that will amp up your celebration. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't want to care about that. Side dishes you can get intimate with. There, are you happy now? All right, that's fine. Don't do that. Don't. You're making me a worse person. You're making me a worse person. You can't just repeat what I said. <laughs> you have to deal with what I said. Listen, this stuff is out there. You can't oh, hide from it. Oh, here she goes again. You can't hide from it's it. It's better that you know it, Steve, so that you can be prepared. Mm-hmm. What, for some one-off creep who's having sex with stuffed animals at Target? You just I'll have to be choose... aware. You have to have your guard up at all times. Gosh, you don't. I think oh. you do. I think you do. This is coming from the woman who once said, seriously, not looking for a punchline, Dateline is like my self-help. So, meaning It is. Show. You learn things. <laughs> you learn things. You learn how to protect yourself. You learn how to get out of a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord you do you learn you what people the, uh, do you know yeah the back tail light out right you yeah that's quick. the key thing to do yeah yes and you and you yell and you make noise okay anyway i have something light we like animals we like music we put the two together and we get a keyboardist who posts videos of himself on tiktok playing songs that match up with sounds Real animals are making. So we have a howling cat. I understand what you just said. A howling cat. A howling right. cat is turned into a sad song. Oh, okay. Another cat warb- warbles a waltz. Okay. Then there's the monkey whose shrieks uh, make for a very bizarre tune. You put them all together and you get this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's my turn to hear the waltz. The monkey. Isn't that great? I'm trying to think of a different word. That sounds like the guy from Target. <laughs> 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 Where's Olaf? Oh. Somebody get him. Oh, uh, so that's what I would like to share with all of you as we end the program for the day. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, so Steve. Three things I used to enjoy innocently. Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. <laughs> Olaf. And just in general, unicorns. <laughs> what do you think that unicorn was thinking after they realized what was up? Time to get a haircut, a horn cut.
could shed this horn. Oh gosh, it's uh, the horn. I knew it. I always knew this would come back to bite me. Oh take man, a little, take a little off the top. Yeah, yeah, maybe a lot. All right, I'm gonna take off. He's clearly had something though. For, why am I doing this? Because oh. the carrot nose, and then the unicorn oh, thing. Right. Mm, oh yeah, Olaf. Right. Oh yeah, he's got a thing for those things. <laughs> All right, we're gonna leave now. I think that's overdue. You're in a safe place. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, minus Bradley, because he's on vacation, probably in Florida. Florida. Um, I'm gonna join. Colleen and Holly and Rob. Brother Rob is going to stick around. Oh, way to go, Rob. For uh, mm-hmm. blind items, which are coming up at 1230, okay? Nice. All right, Steve. You going to be all right? I don't know. Should I call you later? Don't. I can't because I don't want to. Okay. Please don't. <laughs> okay, oh. bye. We'll see you back here tomorrow.